love to talk. So they made a podcast. And that's why we're here. To listen in. And what's it called? It's called Banter Buddies. Welcome to episode 38 of Banter Buddies, the Cuckoo Kangaroo podcast that asks so many questions and gives very little answers. Welcome to the show to my co-host, one of uh, one of the best people I know and one of the best voices I've ever heard in my life. Everybody, welcome to the show, Brian. Brian, we're gonna do a pod for you. Oh yeah, podcast. We're back at it. We are um, hanging in Minnesota, um, and it's good times. You know, Neil. What percentage of the w- United States? Mm. What percentage of the United States? Still has absolutely no clue what a podcast is, oh. but they've heard the word podcast. Wow. You know, I think, yeah, most people by now have heard the term. So, you know, I would say, yeah, there's a good, uh, that's that's a complicated one. You know, I, I would say like probably 75% of the nation has heard the word podcast. And then probably half of them probably just didn't take it any further than that. So whatever that is, so what, like forty percent, you know, thirty, thirty-five, you know, in that range. Some you think right that in- many people know what a podcast is? Oh well, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Wow. I would say like a third of the country probably knows. Nice. Maybe not listens to, but knows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't just let it, you know, sweep over them and be like, "That's a word I don't know about." Oh well, the kids are doing it. Who cares? What is that word? Like it's been around long enough. Like. TikTok is a word that has come about in the last like three years, four years, whereas podcasts, I feel like, you know, it's been around for like 15, but maybe people have been like hearing it in pop culture for like 10 or like eight. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's got a little bit, you know, it's, it's got a little bit of, of uh, you know, history already, I think. So I was just curious how many after 38 of us posting about our podcast for a year and a half, I was thinking about how many of our fans specifically that like when we pull in fans, like it's a wide genre of people. Uh huh. But I'm curious how many people still are probably like, you know, what's that thing they do? I don't even know. I have. No I know. Clue. Yeah, that's that's something we need help with, everybody, all our listeners. We, we I can uh, I can reveal that you know the 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 listenership really hasn't grown dramatically, and uh, that's not surprising to me. I mean, I've you know I've been doing a couple of different podcasts over the years, and. I'll tell you, the podcast discovery, you know, industry-wide is an issue, right? This exact thing we're talking about. Like, people are like, what's that? I'm not really sure what that is. Okay, I can forget about it. Like, it's it's hard to kind of describe to some people, you know, if you just say, like, on-demand audio, that kind of makes a little bit more sense. Like, <laughs> so it's it's kind of a tough one. So I guess we still need to recruit more people to understand what a podcast is and even well, more, no, maybe even they, more they, importantly they, what our do, show I was, is. I'm under the assumption. I'm under the assumption that there's some people out there yeah. being like, huh? It's not like something you can like do like press play on this YouTube video and it's like, oh yeah, I get it. It's like you have to get an app, yeah. search for it, then sync it. What does that mean? Well, that's why I try to make it as easy as possible of always having just like a website with a play button on it. You know? Yeah. And it's just like it's a on demand audio show. It's a radio show you can listen to at any time. It's like, okay, okay. I think podcasts like the term messes people up of like, oh yeah, I gotta have the app. I gotta have the right phone, you know, <laughs> whatever. So that's that's how it is, though. So yeah, if you're listening to the show and you like it, tell some people about what a podcast is. You can I just think us. about every time like there's a success in podcasting, like when SNL does a podcast bit, or yeah. like when Serial did really well, or even like Dax 
uh-huh. blowing up or certain people are like a president being on a podcast. I always, the next day, you're always like, this thing happened. It's great for podcasting. And you're right. You're just trying to make it more of a natural thing. So, Yep. Yep. Baby steps. Slowly gathering folks. But um, that's all right. We keep, uh, we keep putting out the show. And uh, if you listen, that's great. Thanks for being here. Neil, uh, how you doing? How you doing? Oh, doing so good. We're we're relaxing at home right now after doing another weekend of shows. So, hanging out, enjoying uh, enjoying the weather. It's getting warm here in Minnesota finally, and uh, you know, kind of reset and getting ready for the summer. Um, what about you? What you what'd you get up to today so far, Brian? Today has been a day. I had I went to I I finally broke my cord. What's the what's the cord I had for my laptop? Yeah, your USB C cable. Yeah, the the laptop I got like three or four years ago did not have a mag safe, the magnet thing anymore. They went to, a, hey, you know what's a good idea for a droppable item? Something attachable. <laughs> I finally bent it, but I went into Target and had, I think, the most helpful staff person I've ever met. Wow. In the history of the store. <laughs> I feel like you should leave a comment card for that one. Jeez. And also helpful because not like overly friendly, just like he was he was just kind of a dude that was just like, I just woke up and I would love to help you with your thing. Let's let's just chit chat about some <laughs> let's chit chat about chords for a second. Oh like, yeah. This guy's great. This guy's great. You know how like sometimes like the onboarding of a conversation and also the offboarding too. Like he was like, You need anything else? Nope. And it was just like there was no linger. It was like two ships like just like deleted each other's like existence oh it was great it was great so good job that's, gr- that's great Let's, to hear that's what you want you want help but you don't need necessarily all the extra sometimes you know what i mean you don't need all yeah. the extra you know uh niceties uh so that's good i'm glad you got what you need you got the you got the cable it's been a cable day and, and um, this week also we snuck in a minnesota zoo trip ooh. with the boys we went for two hours after after the youngest you know middle of the day nap and because we specifically went right out into the back into the farm because uh farm babies and a lot of little babies were born now, so so that's like a new so i was just gonna ask like what's like the biggest like oh it's nice weather now now blank comes out is that the farm babies at the first sign of like nice weather at the minnesota zoo or is there like another sort of exhibit or area that's uh, i think it's recently the opening opened of the or two about to open? outdoor playgrounds yes which are awesome like they're really cool playgrounds and you could just go now? and just like pl- go ahead. They're both open now. They're both open, but we were just focused on sitting on the tractors and seeing the farm babies. Mm. And we got to see they did like a a cow like tutorial kind of thing, like cow talk basically, where they talk oh, about yeah. cows, which was really cool. Um, and the the zookeeper, or the barn keeper, whatever, she was like at the end, nobody has any questions, and I was like. No, that was very thorough. She's like, wow, haven't done a single one of these since before COVID. I was nervous. Oh. I was like, whoa, that was great. That's haven't awesome. Sp- haven't spoken to anyone in two years. What's the What's the number one adorable farm baby that you saw in your, your, your trip? Holy smokes, those little piglets, man. <laughs> the piglets. <laughs> now, a diff- they had a different kind of pig. I, there wasn't anybody around to ask, but normally they have out in the pig barn, they have those like, monster hogs you know what i mean where <laughs> the moms get to be like big like bigger than like what beethoven is you know what i'm talking about big yeah and they're pink. like some world record like you know yeah. way i'm at the state the fair get big and they have a lot of babies like they're having like a litter of 12 plus maybe but wow. this is a different pig this was like half the size this was like 
the size of like a a big like black lab, and it was like a fur, like a hairy furry pig kind of, and the babies had s- little spots like they were pink, but had like little like brown spots on them that made them just super cute. Now this is like how technical was that animal talk? Pretty technical, right? Yeah, yeah. Some uh, that's some how furry spots right there. You've you've learned a lot. Your, I uh... learn. I learned. I learned a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you still can't go in and pet the goats yet, but that's okay. Maybe that won't come back. So shout out to the Minnesota Zoo, one of the best places in the state so uh check it out when you're in town well Brian it just happens around. to be the closest place and probably best place if you have kids under 10 you know what i mean <laughs> like Shout all out. right all right all right but we're talking about sing songing today neil that's right we're talking about karaoke what's our uh, question of the week is what is your karaoke song and why um so we have a number of great callers of course of course some, this is some... kind of a definitive question mm, it really is and uh you know, certain people are uh, really into karaoke and have a, you know, I think cer- certain folks have like a long list of like possibilities. Um, but then there's people like me, Brian, who, who hardly ever go to karaoke bars and uh, sing karaoke and that kind of thing. Um, I, I mean, I guess I'm, I'm obviously into it. I'm into performance, to performances and, you know, seeing, seeing folks sing and, you know, all that. But I, I kind of, you know, I'm not that great of a singer. So I kind of try and stay away um you know so i don't know this is this is a tough one for me brian because i definitely don't have a singular go-to karaoke song um yeah so so that's kind of weird right like i i I don't know it's i just don't haven't done it enough and the combination of not feeling like a very confident vocalist make me someone who enjoys to go but you know i might i might just chill i might just watch others sing that's that's kind of my situation in the in the karaoke uh bar going experiences i've had in my life but I would be the same way. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not, if karaoke happened and it was like, all of your friends have gone and there's nobody else to sing and they're like, you have to, mm-hmm. then I would like put my name in. But but people would assume you and I are like trying to go out and like do performance art all the time. But we're not. Yeah. If we're hanging out, we're like, we're we're probably more reserved. Yeah, that's in those exactly. Situations. That's exactly what I was going to say too, is I think it's like a little like too obvious or a little too like, Oh, I, I guess I, I'm, I just don't, you know, again, like it's literally our job to like <laughs> have a microphone on stage and do that. So I feel like, Oh, not that I can't, but I just would rather watch in this situation. Not like, Oh, it feels like work or anything weird like that. But it's like, I, I, I it's, yeah, like you're saying too, it's like, there's a whole bunch of other people who don't do that. <laughs> like ever. It's like, let them, let them have the mic, let them sing or whatever. So, uh, more of a, more of a sit in the back or hang with the friends and let everyone else in the group go, you know? So that's to that's, make it enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. And to not be like, Oh, look at me. I'm, I'm, I'm good at this No, Cause actually I'm not that great at hitting notes, uh, in a key specifically sometimes. So, yeah, but that also, but this, this plays into what makes karaoke like, that's great. right. That's right. That's like right. What I think about karaoke. Okay. Th- this is subjective for me, but I do not want to see somebody who is good at singing. Hmm. Yeah, that that can be nice. You know, it can be a surprise, especially if it's kind of like someone unassuming who doesn't really look like they're a performer, and they step up there and just nail it. Um, but yeah, you're right. The the imperfections, the um, you know, and even someone who's just just flat out bombing up there can be a fun experience of of karaoke, right? Like it's like Cameron Diaz in my best friend's wedding. You know, <laughs> it's like one of the ultimate scenes. Yeah, yeah. So you know, and that's again, that's the joy I think of karaoke. I mean, unless you get to some maybe some pretty serious 
karaoke bars. I, I've never really been to one like that. Most places I've been to are pretty divey and pretty chill and pretty like whatever. But like you, that is the fun of it of sort of like, okay, we're all friends here. We're not really judging that hard. This isn't an actual competition. Um, there might be alcohol involved. Like we're a little sloppy. Like it's okay. Like it's a very, it feel it, it sort of adds to a casual element of like, uh, you know, just just get up there and, ha- and have some fun. I feel like that's, in a, in, a, in a big way, sort of what a lot of people enjoy about karaoke. Even if you're not like a great performer, it's it's sort of this communal feeling. Everyone's kind of cheering each other on. Like even if someone's bad, you're going to get a big hand. You're going to get a big round of applause and stuff. So that's like when karaoke's at its best, I think, right? It's like very supportive crowd. It's just, no one's going to like boo you. I don't know. Maybe in like New York or other, it's community. <laughs> again, really yeah, intense it's places. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, Neil, so you went with your sister-in-law for her birthday. You guys went to like a, a karaoke a karaoke spot where you guys had your own room, right? Yeah, it was the first time I've ever done that before. And I know that's that's big in Asia, you know, in Japan and China and stuff. They have... I want to sp- do that, like with yeah. pals in the tiny little room. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not like a big wide open bar type of thing. It's like you go in and it's like little tiny studio rooms that are like soundproofed. And there's different sizes, you know, depending on where you go. There's probably some that hold four. But the one we were in probably held like 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 two dozen people um, or so. And it had like a couple couches. It was a pretty big room. It was kind of like a living room size. And, um, you know, you could maybe a little bit bigger than that. And, and you and then, you know, there was a little food. And the place you could like order. They had like a server. So they bring you like food and drinks. So it was really, you know, this is kind of. Yeah, it's the way to go out and do karaoke at like a different place that has like a sound system and a big screen and stuff, but not have it be in the wide open public. You know, you and what you did are, you sing? What did uh, you sing? I I'm not sure I did sing that night. I think it was a pretty busy queue for like people really wanting to get in there and do it. Um, so I mean, it was like five six years ago. I can't really remember what it was, but it was a great time. It was my first time like experiencing one of those rooms before, and it was uh, it was nice because everybody knew everybody, and I feel like it, it definitely. Um, led to more comfortability of just like you know going for stuff that people might not usually go for because it's just like oh yeah I know all these people in here it's all good we're friends so it was a cool experience but I don't quite remember what I sang because again sometimes I avoid it Brian I know but I feel like if you're if you were going to like you don't have a song but if you're gonna pick a song for you you would probably pick a song that's like a maybe an 80s 90s hip-hop song that is going to be a sing-along Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, you know, for, for my answer for this question of, of what my karaoke song is, because I don't have like one, I feel like I have general areas to go to. And one of them definitely is like more of a rap type song, you know, more of a song where maybe it's a duet. Maybe there is someone I'm with who will sing the chorus, you know, and then I don't really have to sing sing. I can just do the rap. And if it's like a song I know pretty well, um, yeah, like some, you know, some sort of, yeah, maybe it's... Uh, you know, just a hip hop song from the '90s, or um, you know, something like that. I'll I'll choose that. You know, like I don't know, something silly like you know, K- Nelly, Country Grammar, some sort of. I don't know. That's probably a bad example, but something from that. That's a era. pretty good example. Or yeah, maybe like a uh, like an Eminem song, or um, you know, something something kind of like a pop, you know, hip hop song that a lot of people know. Um, that you know, I I, I don't memorize. I don't know. Have, maybe have it memorized, but I know a lot of the words, and if I get the you know get the, the the lyrics right there, I can do it pretty well. So that's one direction I'll go, and then the other one is like pop punk. Like I'll go with like a Blink One Eight Two, all the small things, or 
um, you know, what's my age again or something like that. And, you know, because especially with the um, t- with the with the Mark songs, as Blink-182 goes, you know, the bass player, Mark Hoppus, like I can I can do some of that a little bit. Yeah, he's got lower um, range. He's got a little bit lower range so I can get with that. And he doesn't, you know, no Blink song is really that complicated vocally. Like, um, so I can I can roll with those and, and, and get most of that. So those are my kind of two directions is like pop punk songs or something with a rap verse in it that I can jump in and do that part. So that's 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 where my mind went with this question. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of where where uh, where I'm at as far as karaoke goes. But, Brian, I would imagine that you have a one or two in your pocket that uh, you, you pull out when it's time to when it's time to step up to the karaoke uh, microphone. I guess I. Yeah, I have a, I have a couple now. I went the place I've been to watch karaoke the most, especially like pre kids, was at the VFW in Uptown. Oh yeah, in right in, here Minneapolis. in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Especially there was that the older gentleman hosted it that always wore that <laughs> bolo tie. He was maybe like seventy five, and I don't think he liked anybody that was like <laughs> singing on the stage. I was like, why are you doing this? That was great, but um. Now, Jeff and I, my brother Jeff, um, we were on a cruise, a family cruise with all of us. I think Natalie was like 18, so I must have been like 24. Jeff was 22. And there was like nobody else in our age bracket on this cruise at all. The dance club at night was almost completely empty. All the karaoke stuff was like totally dead. So sometimes I will like... I'll like I'll put on my game face and I'll go to like we're gonna like break this room in a little bit and if we're gonna do that I'm probably gonna do a boy band song and <laughs> Jeff and I have done I want it that way a couple times so if I'm gonna pick one <laughs> it's gonna be I want it that way it's got like a good like back and forth it's very like emotive it has high notes that you're never gonna hit and people mm. know it and like so it's funnier if you like go for it and miss it you know so. Yeah, and also the, the boy band song allows you to, um, you know, go back into your show choir boy band moves. You know, I know, you know, karaoke, you know, oftentimes there's not hardly a stage, maybe just like in the corner of the bar. So you don't have a ton of room to move around necessarily. But, you know, just, just singing, you could definitely do some, you know, waist up type of boy band, you know, poses and moves in there. I feel like that is that that'd be a nice part of the performance for you uh, in addition to singing. Addition. Addition is right. You have to add additions to make it good, you know? You have to dance. So that's what that's that's what I have. I've I've got Backstreet Boys. Now, I did I have had an ultimate karaoke experience that um for some reason like all of my family, including some of my wife's family, came to Madison, Wisconsin for my sister's twenty first birthday and we went to for some reason she wanted to go to a karaoke like bar but it wasn't a bar it was just like a bar that had karaoke on like thursday night or something like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um and and i i know that my brother and my sister-in-law called in but um and i think i think my brother's gonna reference something that we saw that night and then but katie my sister-in-law i did not know up until that point that she like loves karaoke mm-hmm. and she put her li- name on the list and it kept getting like kicked back kicked back because at the time I was like, yeah, Katie's maybe a little a little softer spoken, maybe in like performing in front of a crowd. But um, before we left, I don't remember. Like her name came up, and she must have done something like pop country, and she just rocked it. And the and it was one of those <laughs> things where like you're saying unassuming, and then yes. they they go all in, and the crowd went nuts, and it was awesome. It was a good sight <laughs> to see. So in that case, I love karaoke for like stuff like that. So. 
Yeah, it's a way to it's a way to you know like get someone that you know or see something, see a side of someone that you might not have, right? Like they, it's a it's a reason for them to you know do something a little bit different, and you're like, oh wow, you can do this, huh? okay, okay, I know more about you now, so that's uh, that's fun. Well, um, Brian, should, should we, we get uh, to it? Speaking of the of the those callers, I feel like we got to jump in and uh, hear what uh, our wonderful callers said today about uh, about karaoke. Let's uh, let's jump right in to caller number one. Hey, Cuckoo Kangaroo. This is Mike from Fergus Falls, Minnesota. I have to say that my favorite and the best karaoke song a guy can do is It's All Coming Back to Me Now by Celine Dion. The bells in that song, the epic choruses, you just can't get any better than that. And the way the song ends, oh, perfection. But don't give me any of that radio edited down version. That's only like five minutes. You got to get the seven minute, 37 second version. That way you get to experience all the emotions at once. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Sorry, guys. I had that last call about Celine Dion. I got nervous, so I screwed up with my ending. So, bye. Whoa, good Mike. first call. Wow, I'm glad friend. Mike called back in. You know, you can't just end without just saying goodbye. It's rude. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it, uh, that's the thing, folks. Uh, these calls, they're free. You can make as many as you want, okay? So if you need to amend your call, if you need to add another message, or if you just forgot something that you wanted to say, just just call back in like Mike did. Yeah, if you want to call in and say, I love you, Brian, that's yeah. fine. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. We'll say Mike, whatever. I'd be remiss to say we're playing Fergus Falls. Ooh. For the first time ever, next Friday, this pod oh. is going to come out on Monday, and four days after that, we're playing in your city. You better come. Yeah, Friday, May 20th. It's in a park, so people are going to bring lawn chairs, and we're going to have to yell at them the whole time to dance. We need you. All right, we'll have to try and work in. Uh, the, it's all coming back to me um, into like the pre- or post-show music. You know? Yeah. Celine Dion, way to kick it off, Neil. Uh, I mean, we had a lot of banter at the top here, but that's what this is all about. And uh-huh. this song... This song is definitive top 20 list. Anybody picks this singing it well or terribly, this song kills. Yeah, this is this is an ultimate power ballad. This is one that um you know, definitely definitely brings the house down and you know, it's Celine, she's got so many hits, so it's it's kind of like, well, which one do you choose? Um, but I think, you know, Mike's on point here as far as uh, you know, bringing it down to the to the power ballad. You know, she's got a lot of those though, so um, not a lot of upbeat hits necessarily, so this is kind of right in the pocket for what uh, Celine does best, and I think a lot of people know this one, so I feel like you get a lot of like sing along from the from the rest of the room and stuff. So you know, I, I co-sign this all the way. It's this is this is a really good song. I mean, you're gonna do this. I mean, I bought this CD. I remember seeing her like on an, some kind of like Good Morning America or something like that, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, I went out and bought this record. This maybe, I think this record came out and then My Heart Will Co- Go On, like came out as a single, wow. but you definitely got to do this song over My Heart Will Go On. This song's more of a banger, don't you think? Yeah, and I think My Heart Will Go On is a little overdone, potentially. I know that's not necessarily, you know, something that matters in a in a karaoke setting, but my heart will go on is almost jump the shark at this point. It's kind of a kind of a parody, kind of a you know jokey song. When you hear those first notes or whatever, everyone's like, oh yeah, yeah. And it was just like the biggest song of like one whole year. Where I feel like you know 
you know, the, this song that we're talking about, it's all coming back to me is like, yeah, a massive song, but it's people will be like, oh, yeah, this one. Right. It's not necessarily one you've uh, heard recently, maybe. Or, you know, it's it's uh, it's not the number one biggest one. It's just up there. Yeah, no, I don't think you're wrong to say like if picking my heart will go on is a bad choice. I think you're correct about that. I think I think there's ones that are like too big and you've heard them too many times and it's too on the nose is like, oh, this is like a joke. I get it. It'd be like this one and maybe like singing like Sweet Caroline or something like that. Like um like you have mm-hmm. to pick like something that is it's not obscure, it's well known, but it's not like on the tip of your tongue, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Now, and- now, Neil, this song, this song had a big like TikTok phase like two months ago, oh, where people were people were doing like a, I think it was like the it was like a breakdown chorus part, so it was like very DIY. People were like they'd like walk in with like a a towel on or something like that, um, and like sing into like a broom handle, and then <laughs> when like the big chorus like breakdown comes, they like throw the towel away and they have like their like prom dress on or something like that and then it's like or the garage door like fully opens and they have like their like other people living at their house like have like a fan or leaf blowers like blowing at them or like lights come on you should like look it up it was it's there's some really good ones out there but um it's about the reveals what you're saying yeah a big reveal yeah that's what also makes like this song like this song is like has that epic nature where like Mm. you can be like you know, kind of like curled up in front of the mic stand, and then when it gets to the big belt parts, you just like throw everything to the ground. You you know, yeah. you're on your knees. You know, you can really you can get into it. I feel like, and Mike, just hearing that, the dedication to how Mike said goodbye, Mike would go hard. Maybe yeah, wear it, like a cape or something. And the fact that he likes the and knows about the seven and a half minute version, like that. I didn't know about that. I'm looking at it. Up. I'm trying to. Find, oh, it, it the seven and a half minute version is the one that's on the album. Oh. Amazing! What a time when that was seven like a, minutes thirty six like seconds. Like no one questioned that. You know, I was like, "This can be a single. It's seven and a half minutes. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll just make a five minute version, and it'll go down easy." <laughs> five minutes is so long. Too. I know. Even the short version is way too long. But it's, it's a hit, so whatever. We can't question. Uh, can't question uh, Celine. Celine uh, here, but Mike, uh, yes. Thanks for calling and kicking off our show. I kick you, the kangaroo. My name is Annabelle, and I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. My favorite music to karaoke to is the Cuckoo Kangaroo. I and also the Hamilton soundtrack from Disney Plus. But most of all, Cuckoo, because I love your band. Okay. Bye. Well, geez, you know, I didn't even think about this, Brian. You know, we asked this question, and uh, even though we do make music that people can sing along to, I, I, you know, I didn't really think anybody would say us because, you know, I don't know. I think we have some some catchy songs, but I don't know if it's necessarily like a, you know, like we're saying, like a Celine Dion, you know, belted out in the crowd type of uh, type of experience. But we appreciate it nonetheless, Annabelle. You are you are a true true fan. So does all of our songs? Just too many songs. Hope hope. Hope Annabelle picked like a Critters Jam or something like that, but uh-huh, yeah. But I feel like there are some Hamilton songs that you could do beyond even my shot that mm-hmm. uh, that would just rock it in a crowd. Yeah, you know I mean enough people have seen, you know, have seen or listened to the music where it's like, yeah, we'll do that. You could even feel like you could do like the King song, like the "You'll Be Back" time before, and then. And uh, people would get a kick out of it. 
Yeah, I, you know, I don't, you know, Brian, you know the the theatrical world more than I, but I definitely seen, obviously, you know, the Hamilton, the biggest show of, of many years, but, you know, I wonder what else, you know, is even, you know, in recent memory, like what is a more modern, like, theater song or musical song that would, you know, potentially be heard at a, at a karaoke night near you, you know, it just seems like it's kind of maybe a like thing. Wicked Popular. Wicked yeah, Popular would be yeah. like something close. If you if you if you got the pipes, you do Defying Gravity. I'm trying to think mm-hmm. beyond that. Yeah, I mean, you know, Evan that Hansen, isn't a Disney but song. Even some of those are just are like in the heights. Like some of those are just like I don't know. Like they feel like they didn't have necessarily the you know the different uh, just like the the so memorable like oh man memorize all these words and, and i mean i guess you know hamilton is different cuz it's like a hip hop show it's not as common for a for a musical performance type of situation like this but i feel like a lot of people like know a lot of the words to this show yeah. right and that like lends itself great to like karaoke or being in a crowd of people who know it like that would be really fun so i think annabelle you're on to something there cuz i think a lot of people now i think some hamilton songs are going to be coming to to the karaoke scenario yeah, I don't, I don't know, like, as a karaoke, how would you call, um, what would you call somebody who is in the karaoke business? A karaoke mm. proprietor or something? Yeah, like a, yeah. Or proprietor? Like a, yeah, proprietor of, of karaoke establishments. <laughs> like, when do you, or like, because they have to, like, print out and laminate the books. Yeah, the you know book. what I mean? When is it, like, we do it once a year, so there's, like, a really hot Lizzo song, and people are like, no, no, no. On yeah. December 1st is when we do the new books. Yeah, and it's interesting because I guess you don't really get that much of like, oh, this song is hot now. I'm going to sing it at karaoke. It feels like there's almost like a five-year buffer or something that has to happen. You don't, you just never hear that many. Maybe just, again, just like the types of places or lack of places I go to. But it, it does seem like there's a certain karaoke is also about nostalgia in a way. You know, like it's about like, oh, this song is at least like 10, 15 years old. Um, or from when I was in high school or something like that. Like, there's not, not a lot of modern stuff going on in, in karaoke places, uh, to, to my experience. Do you, think th- there's, do you think there's any cuckoo songs in any, like, books right now for karaoke? Oh, my gosh. we got to find out. we got to – we have to somehow – Grease the wheels. We got to make this easier for people to add, right? We got to put out Neil, our own karaoke tracks. Are you tracks. trying to suggest that we should like onboard and like make uh, make some cuckoo kangaroo karaoke? Yeah, I think it would be just as easy for us to provide the real instrumental tracks. Like that's what you want. But karaoke traditionally has like sort of a lower quality, sort of weird MIDI sound vibe. Like it's the song, but not quite the song. Yeah, we got to like we, we got to have to make those. Yeah, we'd have to. <laughs> but then you yeah. have to have the you have to have like the song right, and then and then it has to like kind of like get doesn't it like become like transparent so you know like yeah. where you're writing because it's not like bouncing ball it's not like sing along uh-huh, uh-huh, we have to like yeah. make the there's like a who format are we gonna, there's like what a, of our video people like are going to force to do this song format yeah uh, if anyone wants to do this for us uh, we'll pay you um in in t-shirts uh please please contact us you know the phone number to call um but all right i thank always you. wonder what annabelle's doing when she calls because she takes uh-huh. like a, she takes like one long pause uh-huh. I know she's like she's not thinking. She knows what she's gonna say. I feel like she's like playing Mario Kart and she like got to a really hard part and she's like calling and be like, "Hey, Cuckoo Kangaroo." Okay, wait. Yeah, she gotta wait. All right, I'm back here right now. You know. Yeah, and she's not eating because we'd be able to hear that. Too. Yeah, she no, like take a bite like, of a sandwich. Yeah, she's not like building like a table or something. You know. And we'll find out someday. Um, all right, thanks for the call. Let's hear from another longtime caller. Brian and Neil, it's BJ again, calling from Dallas. So to be honest, I don't think I've ever done karaoke before. 
And I think Brian said that singing in the car would count in this case, but that's great and all. But the problem is that there's still like a, there's still dozens of songs to choose from. So what I decided to do was pick the last few songs that I sang in my car, put them on one of those online spinning wheels, spin it, and then wherever it lands on, that's going to be my answer. So here's what we got in the wheel. We got Misery Business by Paramore, Bad Blood by Taylor Swift, Behind Those Hazel Eyes by Kelly Clarkson. Side note, I will tear that song up. I'm so good. <laughs> Jumper by Third Eye Blind and The Sign by Ace of Base. If that song does not show my age, and I don't know what does. So let's see what happens. I'm going to spin the wheel. And while it's spinning, uh, my honorable mention would have been Tub Thumping by Chumbawamba and Know How Four of the Five Songs are Sung by Female Artists. But anyways, okay, it's slowing down. It's slowing down. It's on Kelly Clarkson right now, but it's looking like it may land on Taylor. Oh, it, it, oh, oh, come on. Oh, oh, wow. Okay, it's definitely, it's definitely Taylor Swift. Wow. All right, so I guess my answer is going to be um, Bad Blood by Taylor Swift. So I guess um, Band-Aids don't fix bullet holes. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh, wouldn't expect anything less from BJ. A live spinning of the wheel, the – the the tension was was high in that one. I wasn't sure where it was going to land, Brian. Uh, BJ did a good job narrating that and really, um, you know, painting a, a picture there for us. I mean, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift's got some jams that'll bring the mm. house down. Um, I wasn't. If you're going Kelly Clarkson, I mean, I thought it for sure would have been, you know, like since you begun or stronger. I wasn't thinking Hazel Eyes, but um, if you have a jam that like strikes your core, you know, strikes your heart, then you got to sing it, you know. So it, it also shows that you know BJ is a deeper Kelly Clarkson fan than that. You know what I mean? He goes one step beyond the instantly recognizable hints, hits, you know. So. I like that. I don't even know if I could think of what that Hazel Eyes song, Behind Those Hazel Eyes, um, sounds like. So that's great. Oh, I, behind Those Hazel Yeah. <laughs> I've watched a couple. I've watched her. I've watched her on her, um, on her talk show, Kelly Clarkson. Mm-hmm. And um, she's pretty good. She's pre- it's, I like it. I like it. She, she hasn't had musical guests on every single show. So whenever she doesn't, she just sings a cover, like with her band. I mean, she she's so she's so good. People are you know, watching for her, like, so she sings like Radiohead and stuff like that. It's not like what you'd think she'd sing. So cool, that's fun. That's always that's cool. fun to do. But yeah, good list here from BJ. Lots of good possibilities here. Maybe for other people, you know, uh, like Jumper in there, Ace of Base. Um, you know, t- you know, tub thumping, also all good. Like, oh my gosh, I've definitely heard those in, in karaoke places before. So, <laughs> my kids like love uh, Chumbawamba's tub thumping. That song oh. is that song hits hard when we play it in our house. So, yeah, generations of of people have in, enjoyed that one. You we'll know. be singing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just like a great bar song altogether, right? Like that's just like. I feel like that's why that song is big. Like it's like a like what we would call like a gang vocal in the chorus, yeah. right? Like it's not one voice. It's like t- it sounds like ten dudes all singing at the same yeah, time. Yeah, like the like the yeah the chorus gears up. I get knocked. Yeah, yeah. It's ten people yelling. You just played at the arena or the stadium. I feel like it's like a soccer, you know, like English football, like kind of like pub jam or whatever. We should start writing our songs more like how they probably wrote that song. They were like, we have three songs. Uh-huh. They don't really go together. They don't make any sense. <laughs> All right, let's just put them together. That, that's going to be the verse. That's going to be the bridge. That's going to be the chorus. I Done. Know. 
It's going to sound all over the place, but it's going to be one of the biggest songs of the 90s. Yeah, that song's not going anywhere. That yeah. song That song will define define so many things. So, uh, well, BJ, thanks stuff. for calling in. Always with the heat. Yeah, all right. Next caller. Emily? Uh, Apples, Marilyn? What's your favorite song? The Taste of Ink by The Used. What's your name? My name is Arabelle from Annapolis. Arabelle and I like Bruce. I like the Bruno song. We don't talk about Bruno. Um, in concert. Thank you. And say we saw you in concert at DC. Look like concert All right, nice one there. Shout out to a, a whole bunch of people, Brian. Sounds like we got three people in the house there. We got, yeah, we got uh, Emery we got and and Arabelle. Arabelle, em- yeah, all in there. And wait, it's Emery, Arabelle, and. Man, and we and, and, and a gentleman, a gentleman, and a, and a father figure, a, fa- a and, figure, a figure. I like that we it. have uh, we have the used and oh. um, and an Encanto song. That's yeah. great. Yeah, same thing. You know, what I mean, like just very similar tunes right there. Um, but yeah, is the Taste great. of Ink the one that goes like, "If it's what they can, you even hear me stride <laughs> to the side back on me." Probably, you know. What I mean, I know that's their biggest song, but I don't know that band well enough to like. I don't even know. know the words of that, but that's that hook is hot. That hook is hot. Yeah, I like that. that that's uh, that's that's a, that's a band name I did not expect to hear today, Brian. The Used. The Used. Uh, I bet the Used <laughs> might be on a couple karaoke tracks. Yeah, yeah. You know, they got to have them in the list. That was a there was a time where that was a massive band. So. Yep, there's that, and then of course, yeah, like like uh, you know, like we said, the the Disney Plus, the, the the musical songs, right? Those are, you know, as you know, we said there weren't too many like modern musical songs, but I feel like Disney is, uh, you know, that's we kind of carved that out. That's its own thing, and of course, those are going to be in there. Of course, that song. It's just the Bruno song. Wait, I'm playing this on my phone. I want to make sure that this is the track. <laughs> the youth song. <laughs> If yeah, it's what to... they can, you even hear me. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> the song. That song is hot. Of course, Emery's gonna like that song. Oh yeah, they're they're singing it every day, right there. So that's cool. And uh, yeah, the 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 Bruno, the, the Encanto's huge, and that's one of the the biggest songs, the biggest song. So it makes. Did you sense watch that, that one yet? I, I still need to get to it, Brian. I watched uh, Turning Red, but I need to get to Encanto and uh, enjoy those songs because you recommended it a while ago. So I, I feel bad that I haven't I haven't checked it out. Don't feel bad. I just saw it on uh, when I was at Target this morning with um, you know the best service I've ever had in my life. I saw oh, that yeah. Target now sells vinyl and uh, they've got the Encanto <laughs> soundtrack on vinyl. You know, yeah, let's go. If you want to be you know in the future and the past at the same time, so uh huh, uh huh. Um, good times. Well, thank you, Emery and family from uh, you know from from the D.C. area, from Maryland. Thanks for uh, coming appreci- to our show. Yeah, World Cafe Live. That's good. See, that's that's how we're no. Gonna that one was podcast. Union Stage, Neil. Oh yeah, Union sorry, again, confused. Again, confused. World Cafe Live is Philly. Um, but yeah, we um, th- that's how we're going to grow this podcast, Brian. We're going to play shows. You know, some people play shows to like promote their like album or their you know music videos or whatever. No, like we are we're on tour to tell you about Banter Buddies. That's how it works, um, buddies. Yeah. So all thanks right. For, thanks for coming to that show. And, I'm going to listen uh, to the used now. Yeah, used all day long. Hi, my name is Jeff, and I'm from Minneapolis, Minnesota. And my favorite karaoke song is Prince Ali. From the Disney movie Aladdin. It is an absolute banger and it gets the people going, but also it's a song that no one really sings 
However, everyone kind of knows the words and knows the songs. All right. Thanks, Jeff. Good points there. You know, I think that is it's well said, because especially if you're just talking Aladdin, you know, you know, I feel like 70 percent of folks are going to choose a whole new world. Right. Like there are certain there's certain films, certain musicals, whatever, where there's like kind of one big hit song. But what we're saying here is that this, you know, Prince Ali is kind of like the secondary one from here. So by choosing that one, you know, you're you're not secondary. It's like tertiary, I guess. Yeah, I don't know what's ne- yeah. I guess uh, what would be the first the first song? You be like you do like friend rat? like me. Oh, maybe yeah, like good the point, then good you point. do the opening song. The like one step ahead of the. Yep, da, da. yep, yep. You're right. You're right. Okay, it's down. this. Okay, Neil. This is my brother Jeffy. This is Jeff. Mm-hmm. Now, what he oh, yeah. is referencing is that night, this epic night when we were at my sister's 21st birthday and these we were like tucked in the back corner and these three guys, these three college kids got up and we were like, all right, whatever, whatever, what was, let's see, what was hot like nine years ago on like modern radio? We thought so, for sure these Gaga guys were gonna, or, yeah, yeah, I thought there was going to be some kind of like corny hip hop song, right? Even the way they were like kind of standing, we were like, all right, what's this going to be? All of a sudden, they pre- I've never heard anybody sing this song to this day and since all of a sudden the like audio comes on for Prince Ali I was like no way I was like no way how does the karaoke person song even have this song right and the performance that these three put on I mean they must have been theater majors in disguise like they they just they cr- like if you want to feel like somebody crush a room just like with like joy like these guys rocked it like they had they didn't they didn't do like choreographed moves but they were just like standing up straight like they were like they did the voices you know how there's all the little like genie does all the voices of the like lamb and the little kid and the old lady and um just they knocked out of the park like the the place was just like ready to ready to be lit on fire it was incredible yeah i mean there's there's something to be said about you know, like we said, it, you know, karaoke doesn't necessarily need to be like, oh, you're great at this. But I think what you're explaining that you experienced was like surprise and just like, oh, my gosh, like you, by looking at these people, you didn't expect them to like choose that. But then also like be so great at it and be so thorough with it. So it's like that's their thing about having, quote unquote, like your karaoke song or like having like one you do is like. You know all the little parts. Maybe you have like yeah, a dance or you know the, you know the song like at a deeper level, which makes the performance like even more impressive or delightful to everybody else. So I feel like that's where that's what you witnessed here was like these people being like, "Are we doing the thing? Yeah, we're doing the thing. Here we go, Prince Ali." It was and and it was like a mild night before then, and I feel like they probably <laughs> do karaoke every Thursday. You know, no big deal. I uh-huh. I wish. I, I bet I bet if we talk to the person like running it, they're like these guys come in here every week and do this song. I'm sick of this. But right. for some reason, for some reason, like it like ignited the room and it like brought all the people. Like everyone was way more engaged, and it didn't even matter what song came after it. Like everything was fun beyond that. So yeah, that's great. It really you know it really broke the party open right there. <laughs> I'm kind of thinking I want to do a karaoke room for my next party, my uh, next think- like birthday party. All right, it's uh, you know ten months away. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. get it we'll booked see. up. <laughs> yeah, thirty people celebrate thirty-seven, right? Yeah, that's a good. It's a good way to do it. It'll be a lot we'll of fun. We'll bring some. Right? We'll bring some banter buddies colors in. And, oh, uh, perfect. Lots I of cake. It. It'll be good. Neil, you yeah. can come, but you don't have to sing if you don't want to. Oh, thanks. I'll uh, I'll, I'll work on a song for the next ten months, and then I'll just it'll be perfect by the time the party comes around. 
I'll be ready. I'll be ready. Jeffy, <laughs> thanks for calling in and talking about Prince Ali. And also, right. anybody listening, um, start singing Prince Ali at karaoke. Let's like make this. Let's let's make this a thing. I really like that song a lot. That's that's an underrated Disney song. Um, but yeah, thanks for bringing it up. Let's uh, let's see if we have any more family members on the line. Who's this? Hi, Brian and Neil. This is Katie from Seattle. My favorite karaoke song is uh, Shania Twain's "Man, I Feel Like a Woman." I haven't done karaoke in a while, but it was definitely a crowd pleaser, and I liked it because it had some attitude, a little bit of country, and um, it was just a bunch of fun. So that's it. Shania Twain, "Man, I Feel Like a Woman." Thanks. Bye. Oh, yeah. Katie, all the way from Seattle. Thanks for calling Katie. Thanks for uh, coming to our Seattle show with the fam. Awesome. And uh, Shania Twain, Brian, I feel like um, maybe it's just because we live in Minneapolis where some of our friends do a Shania Twain like tribute night from time to time. But I feel like Shania Twain is is experiencing somewhat of a resurgence nostalgia style you know um again i think it's mostly related to that show that happens here in the twin cities but just like katie's saying here it's a crowd pleaser people love that song the attitude you know the you know just just the vibes from shania twain are very powerful and i feel like it is um perfect in a karaoke setting perfect perfect she's got big she's got hits you know like Shania Twain has always kind of stayed in my family because my dad doesn't like anything but really like Shania Twain. So <laughs> like, like it's not like oh I like I only listen to country. It's like my dad's like I don't listen to music, and then I listen mm. to like weirdly like musicals and Shania Twain. That's it. So uh, yeah, and also she's having kind of she's doing a good job on TikTok. She um, uh, she was on. She was uh, Harry Styles's Coachella guest. Oh, and they, like, sang yep. Some there we go. Yep, yep, yep. Shania Twain songs, but that's even like that was a couple weeks ago. Like Shania's been, I think, even like some modern country women that have been out now are like Shania paved the way for me to like yep. not be just country or not just be pop. Like I could, or or indie country or all country. Like you kind of paved the way. So and she's funny. So. Yeah, the next generation is is uh, is giving her you know her her shout outs. Her next you know they're saying this is this is the person I looked up to and one you know made me want to make music or whatever. So that's cool. You know. Yeah. Okay. This great. is this is my sister in law Katie who I was talking about before. And but we also have to talk about in a in a sense with a karaoke song like yes you can do those Celine Dion like epic songs, and yes you can do like those like weird like offshoots like. Prince Ali, but you can't like <laughs> Prince Ali only works if like everything else is just kind of like in the pocket, you know what I mean? But you yeah. need you need these crowd pleasers. Like you need like these huge sing alongs that have like a good like, you know, one twelve to probably like one twenty eight BPM. <laughs> you know, they're in like a they're in like a major key and it's like you know like there's like forty years of generational like knowledge of this song, basically. I know this song isn't that old. I know this is like a nineties song, but yeah. um also, like some, does man? I feel like a woman. Does that have the like the yeah? If you're Brad Pitt, no, that's the, that don't impress me much. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yep. But um, yeah, just a good a good sing along. That's what you need. So yeah, Katie, this is Katie yeah. needs to do mar- more karaoke because she <laughs> she comes she has that like unassuming and then she knocks it out of the park. That's what she does. Yeah, she's a she's a performer. She doesn't she's she's not she doesn't have any stage fright you know she's uh was is she a, is she a flutist or is she a trombone a, a trombone yeah she she knows what it is to be on stage and uh playing some music so 
um, you know, holding the mic in your face a little bit different, but not really. Katie's got that. So Katie, yeah. you can come to my next birthday party. It's going to be karaoke themed. <laughs> yeah, we'll do. Come to the Midwest. That's a good excuse to sing your Shania Twain. Yeah, come to uh, the Midwest in March. That's what everybody <laughs> else wants to do. <laughs> Uh, I love it. All right, thanks, Kitty, for calling. We have one more caller. Wait, Neil, before we go to that quick, what is oh. um, what what did Meg sing? Like Meg, your sister in law, like wanted a karaoke birthday. I didn't know. Is she like into karaoke, or she just thought it'd be fun? You know, she she does uh, she does a lot of songs. You know, I think she is one of the um, you know folks we're talking about here who does go the musical route. I think like her favorite film is Newsies. I think we've r- revealed that right. You and her have that in common. You both really enjoy Newsies. Heck yeah. Um. So yeah, I think she you know she would do like the Wicked song or whatever or um you know. But she she also is into a lot of modern pop songs and you know I guess again this was you know kind of years back. But I remember yeah she was doing some some Nicki Minaj songs, some different stuff. So you know. I think she um, she has a nice voice and she can get to some different um, different genres and things like that. But definitely in the musical realm um, as well. So very very cool to uh, you know to, to experience. Yeah, and that's the other thing too about doing karaoke with friends and stuff. Is like, oh, I didn't know you could go here. I didn't know you knew about this song. I didn't know you sang like that or whatever. So uh, it's uh, it's a nice way to learn about some people. You know, get some uh, some some new uh, some new ideas about what people can do. Um, so yeah, shout out to Katie and the fam for singing and doing all that. But we got one more caller, and uh, I bet y'all know who it is. Let's let's check it out. Hey guys, Travis from Riverside here. Dealing with a wicked sinus infection. Don't be jealous. Sorry I missed the episode last week. I missed the deadline. I saw that you guys had like that Tuesday cutoff. I didn't see it until it was too late, so sorry about that. Karaoke song. The choice, the top choice, the only choice. Steal, Kiss from a Rose from the Batman Forever soundtrack. Why? The song kicks off with a medieval beginning, and then within the first 45 seconds, you hit a low-key impressive falsetto note followed quickly by a highly impressive falsetto note. So 45 seconds into the song, and you already have meaning out of the palm of your hands, and the rest of the song is just a victory lap, and that's it. For whatever reason, the karaoke machine doesn't have Kiss from a Rose, and it's got to be Lip Gloss by Lil Mama. All right, guys, I'm going to get out of here. Quick question for uh, my guy Brian there. I bought a compost tumbler on Amazon. I'm throwing carrots and avocado uh, <clears throat> shells in there and stuff, and I'm I'm tumbling and I'm tumbling. Is that all I have to do? Is there anything else I'm supposed to do besides throw the food in there and spin it around and wait a few weeks? I feel like I'm missing a step. Let me know. All right, guys. Talk to you later. Arriba, <laughs> Neil, do you think instead of getting like we've never done Banter Buddies merch, you know what I mean? We were thinking about yeah. getting Banter Buddies coffee mugs or something like that. We should just get like shirts that say Travis from Riverside. Oh yeah, just the deepest cut. Just like seven people buy it. Yeah, we'll just make. And then on the back it says, "Hey, I'm Annabelle from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania." Wow. Yeah, that's that's where this is going, you guys. This is how you know. You know maybe, and on the maybe sleeve it will say BJ, and on the other side it says. Says I'm Kristen from Wrangell, Alaska. You know all all the references are on there. Yeah, if you if you guys have listened to any like podcasts for any amount of time, you know there's some in jokes and some, you know, some references that pop up. And this is this is what people like. You know, they like being in on it. They like knowing the knowing the cuts. And uh, I think the merch is the next step to really you know solidifying those terms, those those people, and those those things. So good idea, Brian. 
like I'm usual. Thinking about it, Travis. Don't ever apologize. Days. We give we give people a rough time, but you come in. Those sinus infections, man. Unless you get mm. the right meds, they're going to stick with you no matter how much you neti pot. You know. Totally, and you know, we we threw him a curveball with the Tuesday record. You know, we had to do that. I was out of town, so you know, we just recorded a few days earlier. So uh, if you were going to miss one, I think it's uh, very understandable that you would miss the show that we recorded many days earlier than we normally do. If only we weren't, uh, you know, a touring band, then maybe mm. we could have some consistency in our life. Yeah, yeah, we do a pretty good job with that. But every now and then, we got to switch it up. Um, Brian, you want to start with the? You want to start with the? You know, the the compost here. Mm. Well, you did some compost. No, let's questions. just start with um. Yeah, I said the medieval beginning. That's great. It's like that's a good way to put it, right? It's sort of like a like a like a nylon string guitar. Like I don't know, like a. You know, you could see a, like a Renaissance festival band like playing that intro, you know, very, very, very sweetly. Um, and then, yeah, that that vocal comes in, you know, uh, yeah, just just a just a big hit. You know, a lot another big, like huge 90s ballad right here. Seal Kiss from a Rose. Uh, it's, it's I think that's that's part of a trend that I think we've we've kind of figured out here. Right. Like big, powerful ballads. Um, that are at least like 20 years old like that is that is at least what our section of uh, listeners here that, that is kind of what they prefer to go to for, for karaoke now i've never seen i've never seen batman forever maybe i haven't this is the chris o'donnell as robin right yep yep and and uh jim carrey as riddler arnold oh. as as uh, mr freeze oh uh, yes okay Uma okay Thurman okay maybe as, i have uh, Ivy. but yeah. but i feel like i I had the Batman Forever CD. I got Batman Forever CD and the Space Jam CD. Yes. Because that's Similar how I knew era. Kiss from a Rose. Mm-hmm. Is the movie any good? I mean, I saw it like, when it came out forever and ever ago. It came out in 95. Whoa. So, yeah. I, I don't really remember. I don't think it's very well regarded. I think there's like a whole bunch of... You know, even you know, even taking out like the awesome Nolan stuff, I think it's not really loved by the Batman fans. But whatever, it's fun. We got Arnold doing dumb freeze puns and stuff like that, so that's always good. But yeah, I'm looking at this track list of the. There's a flaming lip song on here. Wow, cool. Yeah, I mean, I know I, I know a lot of these bands, but I don't think it was. I would say it probably wasn't necessarily the Space Jam soundtrack where it had so many. You know, really big hits, both radio and otherwise. But Seal was huge, and um, was there another oh, one on here? What's but we're not one? talking about soundtracks here. We're talking about no. karaoke. Yeah, and I, I feel like it, yeah. Travis is going to be. Here's what Travis is doing. Travis is purposefully giving the person at karaoke a twenty dollar bill oh. to be like, to be like, you you got to only put me up when the room is totally dead. Like like only call my name after there's been like a minimum of four bombs in a row. You know what I mean? Like. Like everybody is just like, I got to go to the bathroom. And then Travis is going to go up there and he's going to be, he's like, he's like, oh, who is this buff guy? He's going to sing some like country song or something. He's going to have his hat down low. And he's going to rock. He's going to rock Kiss from a Rose. Maybe they'll do a twofer. And then, you know, he does little mama's, you know, lip gloss. My lip gloss is popping. My lip gloss is, is that, is that that song? Yeah. 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 And it's just like, he's just like, he lights a fire in the room and it's like, God, it's second life again. And then they're going till midnight, you know? So. Oh That's what man, it's all about. that is that. Those are two very different songs there for Travis to you know very. I like that he covers a wide range there with those two possibilities. I'd love to see Travis rip in that Seal song. Let's do Travis, it, Travis. You get to come to my birthday party. Everybody who called in gets to. 
Yeah. All right, Brian. What about the, what about oh, the compost? compost. Any, okay. any tips for I, Travis uh, uh, re- regarding the tumbler? Okay. I've never talked to this before. I don't like tumblers at all because... I thought you did. I thought you like that's like the barrel that lays on its side, right? Well, that's the thing you like rotate, and it's like usually off the ground. Now, I don't. What I'm not saying, I'm just saying I don't know much about it, right? Because because a big thing is like with compost, it's about like weight and heat and moisture. You got to keep it wet, and that kind of like I if there are holes that like twist it out, you can't because because I dump so much gray water. Meaning like if I'm washing. If I'm washing something, if I'm rinsing lettuce or something like that, like I'm putting it in another bowl and that goes in my bucket to, and I'm like emptying my compost like once a day, even winter, like, cause it's soaking wet and it just helps keep it moist. So now what you're trying to say, what he's asking, is that all I do? And the answer is yes, that's it. Like any, any which way you do it. Like I like to keep it on the ground cause then you can get like mass equals weight equals heat basically so things like break down faster but hey whatever which way you spin it you got a spinner a lot of people like spinners like um keep it going but pack it tight spin it up and basically like fill it up and then you got to kind of spin it so usually have like a secondary area but um i would put in some some brown with your green like if you talk about your green being your kitchen scraps like Put a, if you can put like some leaves or some grass clippings that haven't had like fertilizer or any kind of treatment on them, like a little bit of that. You want some dry stuff. I know some people that just buy a hay bale and they kind of like grab a handful out of it and it kind of like takes them a whole year. That might be too tedious. So whichever way, whichever way you spin it, hey uh it's for you. But I would pack it up tight. And then spin it and let that let that completely like crunch down as much as possible. Maybe like eighty percent becomes dirt. Get that dirt out of there and fill it back up again. Well, I love it. There you go from from the from the pro right there. The compost, the com pro right there. Brian. I'm no I'm no pro, but I'm excitable. <laughs> All right, I love it. Thank you, everyone who called in for this episode. Fantastic work. All right, so next time for Banter Buddies, we want to talk about chores, y'all. Yes, the dreaded chores, things you have to do around the house generally to help out, pitch in, maybe earn some cash. Who knows? But we, or or could be a cool chore. Mm-hmm. If be- like you love mowing the lawn, like I did, I got one cool chore. Yeah, just don't tell anybody you actually like it. You know, just keep it down so they think you're working but really you're smiling so what do uh, we want the people to call in and talk we, about Neil? we want to know all about the different kind of chores that are out there brian so what we want you to do is call us and tell us what chores uh you did growing up what chores did you do growing up 612-424-0036 that's the phone number please call us and talk about uh, your the types of things you did um and uh how you enjoyed it and uh, you know maybe some of the you know, different experiences you had. Did you make a little cash, some allowance, whatever, whatever goes into chores. And uh, we'll talk all about that. And we'll, re- we'll uh, you know, we'll, we'll just reminisce over those uh, those little household, uh, uh, you know, little things we had to do to uh, just to help out. You know, chores are good to help out around the house. Neil, I'm going to I'm going to dunk on some allowance people. I didn't get an allowance. And <laughs> and I'm and I'm, bitter. I'm not I'm not still I'm, with you. I'm like beyond bitter and more in like the old man category of like uh-huh. uh, you you didn't need that. Yeah. Is that what you're supposed to do? Yeah, get ready for that, you guys. We're going to be a little grumpy about it. Um, all right, yeah, but please give us a call. What chores did you do growing up? 612-424-0036. 
can't wait to hear from you. Okay, next uh, next segment. It's called Recommendations. Let's talk about it. All right, Brian. We uh, we have some uh, we have some music to tell you about. Um, sometimes we're in sync with uh, different uh, you know types of recommendations, and that's the case here today. And uh, I'll get to start it off with uh, with a band that I believe is not really doing much these days, but they put out a number of great records over the last like eight to ten years. They are a duo from Detroit, Michigan. I was thinking about them because we played in Detroit recently. Um, I was listening to some of their music, but I want to recommend the band Junior Junior. They used to be called Dale Earnhardt Junior Junior. And, um, you know, as, as Brian and I were talking about, a little bit of a downgrade on the name just down to Junior Junior. But uh, sometimes when you have a proper name in your band, uh, things happen. And, uh, you know, you might need to change it. So uh, Junior Juniors are wonderful. They're like an electronic pop kind of um, band, you know, lots of uh, lots of, uh, you know, great melodies and good hooks and but like really interesting kind of electronic sounds and different uh, different production techniques and stuff like that. So I really like it. Um, they have three albums you should check out, but I like their middle one probably as a place to start as a recommendation. It's called The Speed of Things. So check out Junior Junior, The Speed of Things. It's on all your all your streaming services, and um, I hope you like it. It's uh, it's not not not, uh, not explicit either, so you can uh, can listen with the fam. So Junior Junior, go check it out on why, the music. Why do you think they changed their name? You know, I don't know if it was a legal problem with the Earnhardt family. You know, they went for many years with having that name. You think it would have come up sooner. Um, so, yeah, I think they did a post about it or whatever when it happened. I just don't really recall why the change happened because, you know, Junior Junior, like J-R-J-R is kind of how they spell it. So, um, you know, it's it's pretty it's still pretty unique. But obviously, when <laughs> it's not as unique as having Dale Earnhardt in there as well. So, I don't know. I would imagine it was uh, some sort of dispute, some sort of, hey, you can't use my name <laughs> anymore type of thing. That's that's my best guess. Yeah, I would I would. Yeah, agree. Or they grew up. They changed their sound. But That's they didn't right. really. So we're older and more junior now. Neil, I like I like that band mm. and I should um I should dive back in there. I think I've yeah. only really done the first record, but Yeah, it's good stuff. Okay, here's what I've got. I've got another I've got a band too. Another yeah. duo, Neil. Ooh. Or duo. Uh, duo day. Duck Sauce. You may know them from their uh, smash hit Barbara Streisand, but they put out a new hip EP, four Ooh. songs. It's called Put the Sauce on it. They've been sprinkling singles for the past two years, and uh, I want I want a full record. I don't care. Just keep giving me singles any which way you do it. But we got a we got an EP with um, three songs we have heard before. One is a remix that they call Requack, and then a new one put the sauce on it. So I'm loving it. You know I've I've loved their first record. I love the record before that and all the singles. So I'm happy they put this out. But even more than that. We just, I just like dance tracks that are really fun, that don't cuss and are all ages. And this, like, this isn't trying to like not cuss or be all. It just happens to like everything that kind of sample is just like fun and upbeat. And so this one, this one works well for me and us. And Jeffy's put it on a lot of like pre-show mixtapes that we've um, had to listen to and at live shows. So 
duck sauce, Neil. That's what I got. Oh, yeah. And one thing I like about this, and Brian, you've kind of helped me understand about the duck sauce uh, group, is is really how much they lean into the whole duck idea. That is, that's cool. Because, you know, a lot of bands are like DJs like this or whatever. There's more of a, you know, they need to keep up their their sort of uh, appearance to be a little more, you know, club, a little more like, a little more serious, you know, not, not too much. You know, even though they're having dance music, there's not like a lot of like funny stuff going on. Whereas Duck Sauce, I mean, Brian, tell us about some of the, the, the ways they lean into the whole duck thing. Well, first of all, when they it's it's A Track and Armin Van Helden are like the the two pals that do this, and they do all their solo stuff too. But um, they wear like duck bills like over their nose, kind of <laughs> that are kind of big and gaudy, and like they look kind of bad. And then they usually wear like matching like jackets they put on. And then they have this giant like inflatable duck that I think inflates right out of like this rolling box case with a fan that always kind of goes behind them. Um, everything has like duck puns in it. They do like all their music is clean. It's so funny. I can't like recommend their first record fully because like all the music is totally clean. And then every like third song, they have like these like little like talky like phone call like <laughs> joke things that kind of like talk about like duck sauce and like calling restaurants and pranking them and stuff like that. And that's kind of there's a couple cuss words, but whatever. Nobody's gonna hear that. But um. Everything like they, if you send them a picture of ducks, like they'll like repost it. Like they won't like repost sometimes, like fans like dancing to their music, but they will if you like are like, check out this really cool video of ducks. I don't know. I like that. I like, I love that they go into their bit, you know? Oh, that is great. Obviously, we love that kind of stuff, and uh, that makes me more interested in them. You know, again, there's a, it's a crowded world uh, in overall music, but especially like in DJs and you know dance music and stuff. So I, I feel like this just helps them stand out so much. What do you so, think uh, about calling a remix a requack? Are you totally uh, down with it? I mean, I, for them, it works. Anybody else wants to do that, I'm going to say, what are you doing? But <laughs> they have set up a situation where they get to do stuff like that, and no one bats an eye. So very cool. Duck Sauce, Junior Junior. We'll link to both of those in the show notes. Check them out. Listen to some fun music. All right, uh, Brian, we're taking it to the game right now. And uh, I am uh, I got some trivia for you. So let's uh, move on to the next segment and play a game. All right, it's karaoke trivia, Brian. I have, uh, I have four questions for you regarding the history of karaoke. Oh, no. And, um, we'll see how many of these you get right. And... Uh, you know, we'll get the we'll get the multiple choice going to to make it uh, possible here. So, uh, question number one: Karaoke is a Japanese word. What does it mean? A. Empty orchestra. B. Sing along. C. Big voice. D. New song. Karaoke Japanese word. Ooh, karaoke. Two is two on the nose. Sing along. Yeah. So I'm gonna say A. Hey, empty you got orchestra. it right. Empty Orchestra is the name. It's just sort of you wouldn't expect it. And Empty Orchestra, I can't say I even understand why that is the case, right? It should be like Empty Vocal, Empty Choir, or something like that, or right? Because that's the orchestra well, it's is like, there. It's like it probably has like meaning, you know, like when in when you like translate languages and stuff like that, like. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't have like a full translation. It's probably like we don't have a word for what that translation is. You know, yeah. so we've just used karaoke. Yeah, good point. That's it's on us. It's on us. Yeah, yeah, it's weird for us. It makes sense to them. Uh, nice. Okay, nice job. You got the first one correct. Uh, number two. When did karaoke premiere in Japan? Start in Japan. So this is basically when did karaoke start? Period. But start in Japan. So we put it here. A. Nineteen fifty-five. B. Nineteen 
1963. C, 1974. D, 1985. You got your pick of decades, essentially, here, Brian. I'm going to go 63. B, 63. I'm sorry, Brian. It's C, 1974. Not till oh, 1974. Wow. It is a relatively new medium. It's not even 50 years old yet. Okay, so uh, yep, in in Japan they started it there. It started as like a bar thing, and then uh, and then it expanded into the at home, you know, karaoke uh, machines or whatever, and still still a big thing. Uh, obviously, in Asia and Japan, China, so many karaoke rooms and bars and stuff like that. So still a big deal out there. You All know right, how what? we listened to Tony Hawk? He was on the Mark Maron podcast, and he yeah. talked about this the ebb and flow of popularity of mm-hmm. skateboarding. That's right, yeah. Like it, like it, like people just see it as a novelty, basically, and all these people are like, "No, it's a real. It's like real." I feel like karaoke holds a similar trajectory within like the pop mainstream, like the zeitgeist of like yeah. novelty to lame to cool to like this is everything and like all the different ebbs and flows that goes in between. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's a good point. It's it's been around for a while, and uh, yeah, different different eras have been into it in different ways. Now we have the the rooms coming to stateside, so I feel like that's kind of different for us nowadays. Um, we'll see where it goes next. All right, uh, question question three. In 2011, an Italian man named uh, Leonardo uh, Palvarelli set the Guinness record for the longest karaoke marathon. How long did he sing? A. Same song, same song. Um, I'm not sure. I think he just like kept. I think it's probably different songs. He just like kept going. He didn't take any breaks. Um, uh, a. 27 hours. B. 78 hours. C. 101 hours. Or D. 154 hours of karaoke. All the hours. Guinness record. 2011. A man from Italy. 27. The- 78. 101. 154. I'm trying to. I'm. Trying to think. Remember when Mark Marin did the marathon? I'm trying to think how long like humans can stay awake. He like Mark. I feel like he like played three days of music, and then he, then the next one had to be like oh, you, he had to you mean sleep. Mark beyond. Malman. You said you said uh, Mark Marin. Oh, I said Mark Marin before you. Sorry, Mark Malman. Our buddy Mark one. Malman. When he did like the marathon of like singing. He yep. the the fourth one he had to like brain waves because you couldn't like stay awake beyond like possibly. Like, Three days. So I'm gonna do the set. Whatever the seventy-one, seventy-five hours. Seventy-eight hours is your guess. And I'm sorry, Brian. He went 101 hours. Oh my gosh, dude! How is it, how is it possible? I don't know. It says uh, he he sang uh, yeah from the September 19th through September 23rd throughout the marathon attempt. Uh, Paul Varelli sang a total of 1,295 songs. The event raised funds in support of Telethon. So there you go. Somehow he stayed up for 101 hours. What a what a pro. What an Too many songs. That's a lot. That's a lot right there. All right, last one here, Brian. And um, uh, this one is uh, is is kind of tough, but uh, I think you might you might get it. What is the most popular karaoke song of all time? I'm not sure of the metric they're using here. But they said this one is the Wait, most. Wait, can popular. I say? Can I say my guess before? You guess it even before I give you. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, if, if it's not right, I have a second guess. I would say "Believe" by Cher. <laughs> you know, it's not on my list. I think that's a pretty good one. That might be a, a little too modern for the for the most popular all time. But uh, here, are the, here are the ones I want you to choose from: A. Billie Jean, Michael Jackson; B. My Way, Frank Sinatra; 
C, Don't Stop Believing, Journey. And D, I Will Survive by Gloria Gaynor. Oh, man, what a great <laughs> list. You know what I mean? Some like older ones. You know, that share one's good, but that, that came out in like 98. It's going to cut it down. It's going to, uh, I'm trying to think worldwide. It's probably going to be Frank Sinatra, but I'm, yeah, I'm gonna uh, journey. Journey's journey's like second. It's gonna be it's gonna be Frank my way. You know, Brian, I don't know uh, how this can possibly be verified. I I saw a combination of almost all of these listed as like t- some of the top. So this is kind of a trick question. There's That's really okay. not a winner. I did see Billie Jean kind of listed the most, and actually Frank Sinatra's "My Way" is very very popular, but also. Um, you know, is, is apparently a, um, you know, a, a, a one that in Asia is looked down upon. I guess My Way is a, is a somewhat of an arrogant song uh, or something like that, and they don't like it. <laughs> so there's a weird stigma against, like, My Way, or at least there was at one point. I thought that was interesting. But, yeah, these are all, like, top, like, a bunch of, like, websites listed, like, top ones ever. So again, Billie Jean's probably number one, I think right? Billie Jean is probably the best answer because it's, you know, it's, Billie it's, Jean. it's just Michael. MJ is just huge everywhere, and the song is yeah. big, and it's just, like, a super simple beat and stuff so i think that's the answer but it's kind of more of a thing of like this can't be known right i mean it's not like you know i guess like one company can tell you what their most popular one is or whatever but it's like how do you how do you even mark this right there's no way to know what this actual is so i don't know i kind of threw it in there it's a little bit of a trick question but also a little bit of uh here's I love four it. here's four oh. massive ones but yeah don't i love stop it just for that list of four <laughs> Yeah, those are those are some big ones. Um, but yeah, probably Billie Jean. But yeah, there we go. We learned a little bit about karaoke today in Japan and when it came from and the, and the world record um, as well. So lots of good uh, trivia now to bring uh, you know to the rest of your karaoke loving uh, friends and family right there. Um, so yeah, that's the game. Brian did a good job. And um, uh, let's let's finish this up with uh, our final segment new with Koo. All right, Brian. We have uh, we've been playing shows and wrapping things up. I thought we'd uh, talk about some some things in our personal life, um, you know, to say what we've been up to recently. Um, I had the I had the the, the amazing um, privilege to be a part of the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser at Walt Disney World um, a few weekends ago with my brother. We had a great time. Um, you know, it is uh, it's only like two months old, so it's a really new um, experience at the Walt Disney World Resort and. Uh, you know, it's a it's a 48 hour immersive storytelling experience that you get to experience, uh, and it's uh, unlike anything I've ever done. You know, we talk a lot about like feeder and and uh, you know uh, sort of you know walk through type experiences and different types of theme park stuff, themed environments, and this is just you know kind of the most um, you know put together and thought through and complex <laughs> experience that I've really ever been a part of as far as that stuff goes. So. Um, my brother and I had a great time. We're big Star Wars nerds, so this is kind of right up our alley as far as liking this kind of stuff, but then also being Star Wars people. But uh, yeah, I would highly recommend it to anybody. Yeah, my father-in-law who's... called you a nerd to your face. Yeah, he was like, yeah you I are have... a nerd. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's totally true. He's not wrong, and uh, you know I don't really take offense to that. That is. Uh, kind of how I live my life and uh yeah so it was really fun we you know came up with you know backstories and character names and more costumes and stuff like that Neil what was your name uh my name was a Win Wolf so uh W-Y-N that was my my first name I like that name and Wolf is because it's Dave Filoni's favorite animal right it's a Dave Filoni reference and also Timberwolves go Wolves so uh both those things had going for us so that was a good time had a little vacation in Orlando with my brother that was a good 
good experience. And yeah, I got to recommend Star Cruiser. It's uh, it's spendy, but uh, again, it's a crazy unique um, experience that you can't have anywhere else. So let me know if you have any questions about it. I'd love to love to talk uh, parks and Star Wars and the, the combination of both Star <laughs> Star Cruiser and Galaxy's Edge. So that's what I've been up to. But that's uh, it, Neil. That's all you're going to give the people. Well, this, you know, this is insane. The, I know. You talked for so long. I had a million questions. And it, it was, was so huge. Cool. But you know, we we got a we got a podcast to wrap up here, Brian. I just, right. wanted, to, I just wanted to tap on a little bit, and, and yeah, but yeah, if you want to know more, hit me up. Um, on uh, Instagram or whatever, and we'll talk about it. But uh, I don't know, Brian, maybe there's something else that you want to talk about, but I thought I would ask you, like, what you have planned uh, for your garden this year. You know, spring has sprung here in Minnesota finally. I just didn't know if you if you had any, you know, if, you, if you're getting into that season, if you're already planting, if you're, um, what the plans are for this year. Because I know in past seasons, you've you kind of switched up what you might be growing in the yard. And, and, well, I thought that might be a nice little thing for you to update us about. Okay, we do we do have a couple of new things in the yard. We talked about last time. We are uh, we are doing eggplants for the first time, and potatoes. Since I've been a kid, I've just like stayed away from it. I was like, but my son wants to do potatoes, so we're doing that. Potatoes are in, and uh, and like pollinator wildflowers are in. But we had such a cold spring, you know, and now we're hot. But what I'm waiting for is next week. I'm gonna get. I'm going to borrow my dad's trailer and get a couple yards of black dirt because I think I had a little too much compost and you have mm. to have like a little mix. I didn't get full. I didn't get like our, our dino kale and our, um, I can't remember what the other version starts with the L version of kale. Like we didn't, we didn't get a plentiful bounty mm. as we like usually do. So yeah. we're going to. We're going to kind of mix a couple of our beds up and I'm using, I'm finally using that thermometer that you gave me for my birthday because that, <laughs> that actually, that dirt thermometer kind of, I kind of figured out how to use it finally. So things are going good, but uh, we'll be, the little seedlings my mom is working on, she, she kind of is taking care of all the little, like growing little seedlings. So those are, uh, those are coming along and next week we'll be putting some stuff in the ground and uh the journey begins but oh. um we only have we're not doing corn we're going to double down on sunflowers we are going to plant those mammoth 300 pound um pumpkins pumpkins that we got from the Baudry's, those seeds i don't know like if they actually grow to be 300 pounds like that's going to take up our whole backyard yeah but it'll be worth it because you'll have massive pumpkins It'll be gnarly. It'll be awesome. It'll be good for pictures. It'll be like the giant Santa I wanted, you know? Oh, yeah. The next best thing. <laughs> but it'll right. be good. Thank you for asking. And yeah. uh, we'll keep it going. And Travis, as always, let's go. You got to reach out. Let's um, let's figure some things out in the compost. compost. I'm glad people are getting buckets. If you're not doing your own compost and bins, find um, if your city does something, you know, make sure your food scraps are going not into the garbage because- when they break down amongst like plastic and stuff like that, it creates that methane gas. Like food under compression under other garbage, like is bad for the. It's just as bad if you think like, oh, it's just an apple. It's gonna be fine. A bird will eat it. Like no, that's gonna be like under some like diapers in a plastic bag, and that's gonna like trap that gas, and it's gonna it's gonna be worse. So get that into the ground and get that back into some worms and some plants. Yeah, boom, do it. Do that. Um, well, there you go. And that's you learned a few things about uh, what we've been up to in our personal lives. We got some shows coming up this summer. Check that out. And, uh, you know, we're just uh, cruising around the country, just doing some of the one offs here and there. So uh, 
lot are announced, but we'll have some more to announce uh, shortly. Working on the next stuff. Oh, yeah. So check all that out. Um, but, yeah, that does it for this episode of Banter Buddies. Appreciate everybody listening, making it to the end here. And uh, for everybody that called in, thank you very much. We always need more callers. So, you know, we know you're out there. We know you're listening to this show. Don't be nervous. Don't be shy. You don't even have to say your real name or say a real answer. You just you can just call in and, uh, you know, talk about karaoke uh, as Does everybody you use want. the name Chelsea. Yeah, it's a good name to choose. And uh, yeah, next time, uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna have another show, and uh, there's gonna be an opportunity for you to call in. We're talking chores. Six one two four two four zero zero three six. What chores did you do growing up? Please call us, and we'll talk about that. And uh, it'll be a good time. And uh, in the meantime, uh, you know, tell someone about the podcast. And, uh, even if they don't even know what podcasts are, you can explain it to them, and then tell them that this is the first show that you should listen to. Obviously. I think uh, I think that makes a lot of sense. I think so too. Um, yeah. All right. Well, um, appreciate everybody listening, and we'll be back in two weeks with another episode, and uh, we'll talk to everybody then. Bye, Brian. Bye, Neil.